Welcome to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. A podcast about events, travel, and the people who love both. Find more episodes at vacationraces.com. Welcome back to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. I'm Colleen, the race announcer for Vacation Races. Excited to be talking Saguaro Half Marathon. Lyle Anderson, race director, in with me today. Lyle. Hello, Colleen. It has been a, (laughs) it's been a process getting here. We're going to jump into that. But before we do, we've released another podcast and it is a first timer orientation welcome podcast. It's all for those of you who have never run with vacation races before. We're unique, right? We've We've got some different things. We, we, we try our best. We do. We try our best to stand out. And that is all going to help you with your first experience with vacation races. So we encourage you to pause right here, go back into your podcast app and find that first timer welcome orientation. Give that a listen. It'll really help you kind of set up the whole, what is vacation races? And then jump back in here and we're going to specifically talk about Saguaro. There's a lot of different things we have to get through today that are very specific to this race and to this area. And of course, to the situation that we're in down there in Arizona. So without further ado, Lyle, kind of walk me through, we opened this Saguaro half marathon. I remember when you went down there and you're like, Colleen, this course is so great. It's amazing. Gosh, Gosh, I was so excited. You were so excited. You sent back these amazing pictures and I'm like, wow, this is going to be great. We opened this event. People were so excited about it. Of course, we're still dealing with some COVID-19, which threw some interesting um, Definitely been a few uh, twists and turns. Blog updates here. that we've yep, seen at yep, vacationraces.com. So give me give me the kind of nine one one four one one, not the nine one one. We don't want a nine one one. It felt like a nine one one. It did for feel a while, like a nine one one. But here we are. So where are we? So okay, so we opened up registration, like Colleen said, and uh, and everything was going good. There was a lot of excitement, and uh, and the health department kind of uh, said. Well, we've got some we've got some restrictions that we want to impose on you. We have some concerns. Here. So they didn't like our 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 numbers, uh, especially for a for a single day event. And so they came back with us with some restrictions. Uh, originally, it was only three hundred people a day uh, that they wanted to, to allow us to do, which that doesn't work for us. So they did come back and increase that to five hundred a day with the. Uh, um, chance that they would increase it to 800 a day and so we we talked about it dane and i did and and the rest of us uh, internally at vacation races and thought well can we make this a two-day event and so we reached out to all of you guys and just said look this is where we're at this is what they're allowing us to do we put out a survey and a lot of you said you know if you make it a two-day event like i can run you know saturday or sunday or friday and it seemed overwhelmingly that everybody was was able to do you know, a Saturday or Sunday type type uh, option. So we made the decision to to make it a two day event, which kind of sucked for us because everybody was already signed up for a Saturday event. You know, and like sure. honestly, this is this is unprecedented. You know, right. for for us, at we vacation hope to races. never do this again. We, <laughs> we don't ever want to do this again. Like when we when we open up registration, and we say this is what we're doing. Like we want to be we want to be you know. The guys that do what we say we're going to do. Like well, we want to be a, a people of conviction. Can, so. But can we shout out to our our followers, our runners, our participants? 
They've yes, been great. They, <laughs> shout out. Shout out. Shout out to you guys all day long. They, you guys are amazing. They have been great through this process. Yes. In, in vacation races, something that's very, I know, near and dear to yours and to Dane's and to Salem's heart is to be really transparent and to Absolutely. throw surveys out there and really get runner feedback and let them behind the curtain a little bit right. on some of these processes that you might not see with other companies well because like we we've all been there you've done races Absolutely. i've done races we've done it for years and it's and it's always this like guessing game like what what are they gonna do like yeah this, are they gonna cancel this race are they gonna do this so like for for us to just be transparent and let you guys know like this is what we're thinking this is what we're up against like there's no reason to keep that from you guys like yeah. we want we want like we're I, I hate to sound cliche and be like we're a family but we are we're we're yeah. a, we're a family like we we're all in this together like from from us executing the race and you guys coming to run it. Like we are in this together. Yeah. So like, there's no reason to be, to be bashful or shy about like the truth. Like yeah. the truth is, is something that it's that hard to put on races in it, 2021. It, it is. And, and like, but honestly, I feel like, you know, us being honest with you guys at least is going to help you feel a little bit more confident yeah. that we're putting our best foot forward and that we're not trying to just and take the easy way out. The runners stuff, have been so. incredibly supportive of Absolutely. that. And so thank you. Thank you for that. And and thank you for helping us out. And and as we got everybody sorted into two days, right? Um, you know, that, that takes some logistics on your end. So thank you for being willing. There were so right. many people I saw on Facebook, Lyle, who were like, oh, I can make a Sunday work. I don't, right. I don't need to be home. Well, and I've had a flood of people emailing me, like offering to help with volunteering, yeah. you know, to run aid stations and stuff, which thank you so much for that. Like we were having a hard time finding a group to help us cover aid stations. And and luckily we were able to find a local group to to cover the, our aid station needs, which which I was super grateful for. But I'm super grateful that that so many of you are willing yeah. to reach out and offer to come and help out on the day that you weren't running. So, so thank you. So, so much. thank you guys so much. And as we get into this this two-day event and how it's going to work. We want you to to realize that we don't see it as two separate events. It is one event. This is right. the Saguaro Half Marathon. This is the inaugural year. We want it to be exactly the same whether you run on Saturday or Sunday. You wouldn't know the difference. Right. You're going to have the same experience. And I mean, you will know the difference. You but will, yeah. but you won't. We we want you to, to when you when you log in to look at the results, you're not going to know that you're not going to know. And so we're gonna we're gonna have the same experience for you no matter when you come to us. Right. Um. And we're gonna really dive into that in these two days. So we have runners who are going to be experiencing this race on Saturday. And on Sunday, that information has all been sent out and it's been chosen. You've got it in your email. So, right, so, right. you know, if there are any questions or concerns about that info at vacationraces.com, that's where you, you need to right. go for any questions like that. So two days, but Lyle, in this two days, we're working with Pima County. Thank you to Pima County for, for letting us have for, to, to host this event. They've, and let been, us... they've been amazing to work with. Like I realized that, all of us are just trying to problem solve and figure out our way yeah. around. Like that that's been the name of the game for the last, you know, year. I don't like, think they like COVID-19 either. No, nobody does. Nobody does. But like the 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 biggest thing that we all have to figure out is like, okay, how can we safely do this? Yes. And still conduct our lives. Like yeah. we all want to get back to yeah. normal, you know, lives, but in the meantime, like we we need to be safe. And so like we're we're just trying to figure out workarounds right. for all this stuff. So. Exactly. So the thing is, is we do need to be compliant, though, right? Because Pima County is looking at us. We've never done a race in their county before, right. and they're saying, "Hey, you've got a great reputation in vacation races, right?" And we're going to let you go forward th with this. So, what that means for you guys is, 
we're going to ask you to do some things. Yeah, we we really do have a lot of pressure on our shoulders to perform at this point because we've said how amazing our COVID plan is, but also more importantly, how, how amazing our runners are at being respectful to whatever we, whatever plans we implement. And so because of that, you know, at some of our other events, we've able, we've been able to be pretty lax, you know, as far as like, "Eh, well, if you want to start in this wave, you can, if you want to do this, you can, that's not going to be the case for this one. Like this one, we have very strict, um, basic rules basically yeah. that we have to abide by. And we're going to be policing them. Generally we say to you, Hey, if you need to switch something, no big deal. It's not a big deal. It is a big deal. At it this is. One. And the County health department is going to be there policing yeah. it as well. So obviously we're going to have big brother looking over our right. shoulders. So like right. we got, we got to make sure that we're, we're, we're doing everything we say we're going to do. But so. we want to be back in Pima County next year. Absolutely. So, you know, we this rely on got you guys. a lot of potential. It does. And like we really want to see it. On a normal year yeah. where we could all run on the same day. So right. Like, it would be great. So, so yes, you're going to hear us talk about some policing of waves. You're going to hear us about talking about wristbands and about 50-person wave starts. Just know these are the things that your compliance is going to make a huge difference with. Yeah. It, I mean, I hate to, like, put all the pressure on your shoulders, but, like, it really will make or break whether we're yeah. allowed to come back next year. So we, we just really appreciate your understanding and your cooperation with helping us execute this yeah this crazy plan that we're but it's still gonna be good it's gonna be it's gonna be good let's jump in lyle bib pickup friday right just like normal so we're gonna have bib pickup can you tell me kind of briefly what the location of this is and how bib pickup is gonna work so yeah so the the bib pickup the start finish line all that staging is gonna be at old tucson there in tucson which is, um, for those of you that aren't familiar with what Old Tucson is, uh, just go watch Three Amigos or you know <laughs> some of the, some of the old westerns. I think Tombstone was filmed there. There's a lot. Of, so it's a the main street in any yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. western it, movie. It's it's actually a really cool place. Unfortunately, we don't get to we don't. So long story short, th- this is a this is a studio set. It's an outside yeah. studio set, and. Uh, Pima County owns the property and they've had a, uh, somebody leasing it basically okay. and kind of, kind of running it almost like an amusement park, like to come and like go on tours of the, of the old West here, the old Tucson movie set. And, and, uh, and then this last year with COVID, you know, visitation basically plummeted off yeah. to nothing. So the, the people that were renting it basically didn't renew their lease. So it's not being leased right now, which means that, um, it's not covered under the county's insurance, oh, so which is why we sense. can't. Okay, which is why we can't utilize this, this, the props, the sets, and stuff sure. for our finish line. But like on a normal year, when somebody is renting it, hopefully, then ideally we could have our finish line come right down the. It's old gonna Main be Street. amazing. That's what we want. <laughs> so we got to get through twenty twenty one. We got to get to where. All the stars align so we yeah. can make it pretty epic no, and amazing. We can but, do that. So but, back to Friday, bib pickup. Yeah, so we'll be so we'll be using the the, the parking lot there at Old Tucson. Uh, it's going to be set up just like for anybody that's done any of our other races in the past year with the drive up bib pickup. It's going to be the same process where you just pull up. We'll have a, a tent set up where you can grab your bib, and then you'll pull up to the next tent, get your race shirts, and uh, and then make your way on on out of the parking lot. And uh, hydro it's pouches, be from, yeah, yeah, hydro pouches, all that stuff. Uh, we will have a merchandise tent set up there as well. Uh, if you want to stop and grab some merchandise, um, some more race merchandise, and then uh, and then and then 
uh, you'll leave the you'll leave the parking lot on um, on Friday. The bid pickup's going to go from two to seven. Okay. On Friday. Okay. If you're unable to get there Friday. Right. I'm racing Saturday morning. I don't Saturday get there Friday. Morning. You can pick it up Friday morning starting at 4 a.m. Great. So I'm racing Friday. Sunday. I come in on Saturday. Don't come on Saturday. Come on Sunday morning. Okay. We're, we're gonna have we're gonna have enough going on Saturday with okay. the different the different waves starting, coming and going. Uh honestly. Just hang tight. Just, just hang tight. Come get it Sunday okay. morning. Like and, it's not going to make. And it will be so. really easy. Yeah. Don't worry about that. We do big pickup day of all the time, right. and it's right. it's not going to be a big deal. So Friday Friday is going to be ideal if you can make it in sure. there Friday to get it. Then great. If not, just come the morning of your race that you're starting, at, starting at four a.m. and you can you can grab your bib. And we've been so successful with this drive-through bib pickup. We've done many iterations of it. Right. We started it back at Rocky Mountain last year. Um, no, started you actually, Bryce. Bryce that's yeah, right, Bryce Bryce. Ultra mm-hmm. back in May of 2020. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's worked so well and it's actually really efficient right. and, and it gets people in and through. But we will have race, race merchandise available. If you want to go shop, put a mask on, go over and shop. We, right. we ask that you mask up. Whenever you're in a group of people, right. um, you know, we, we need to have that. Make sure you carry a mask with you. But right. m- merchandise is going to be there. You can shop just like normal. Right. So, yeah, to, to that point, like whenever you're like even on race morning, when you're in your starting queues, which we'll get to here in a minute. Yeah. But but we do recommend that everybody have a mask yeah. uh, in those congregating areas. Yeah. So now one thing that's different about this bib pickup is you're not just going to get a bib, Lyle. You're going to get a wristband. Right. This is new. We've never done wristbands before. Explain to me what this wristband is and what it's going to do. Perfect. Yeah. So so those of you that ran with us before, you know that you're you're basically going to have a colored shield or dot on your bib, which is assigning you to a wave. And it's the your same start wave. Yeah, your start wave. And it's going to be this. It's no, no different for this race. You're going to be assigned a starting wave. Uh, the wristband is basically just going to coincide with that, with whatever wave you're, you're assigned okay. to. So the, the wristband is just an easier visual for us okay. to identify which wave you're in. So when you're, when we're telling people to make their way over to the starting queue, uh, before you leave the parking lot, we're going to be checking your wristbands. And if it's not your colors wave to be heading up there, then you stay in your car. Like we're not right. going to have, there, there's nowhere for anybody to congregate in the starting queue. Uh, we'll have a, a series of four different queues that you're going to be working your way through. But until it's your wave's turn to get called to the starting queue, uh, you'll just stay in your so car. So that wristband is is your entry into those queues. Yep. And so it's going to be really important with those start, with those wristbands. Your bib's important because it's got your timing chip on it. Right. That wristband's important. So make sure you have that. My recommendation, as soon as you go through drive through bib pickup, just put the band on. Right. Just put it on right. your, like they do at Ironman. Right. Ironman's really right. good. They put on your athlete bracelet and you don't take it off for the right. rest of the weekend. Right, right. And when so you finish you, the race, you can rip it off. Exactly. So if you can pull it off, <laughs> just, and you probably can, you want to wear it for a couple right. of days. So have that wristband to get it right on your wrist so that you won't forget it. Of course, if you do forget it, need a wristband. Bib pickup is is a place that you're going to go race morning right. to go and take care of that. So the wristband is that new thing that you're going to see at Saguaro. Right. Um, and if you run on Saturday or Sunday, it's a different wristband. Uh, for Saturday versus Sunday. So if you run on Saturday, it's going to be a little designed a little bit differently on Sunday. So you're not going to be able to get it with your wristband. Um, So it will be identifying you for which day that you're on so that our volunteers will help us. I hate to use the term policing, but I guess that's... That's kind of just nature of what it is right now. just what it is. We just have to be... As we're policing. Like I said earlier, like normally we can be pretty accommodating, but this 
this particular time we, we just have to different. be a little bit more strict. So. so, all right. So we got our bibs. We picked them up. We did some shopping. We went home. We had a good night's sleep. I have a Saturday start. So I'm coming to the race race morning. There's some traffic impact that morning, Lyle. Right. So walk me through that. It, it's it's mostly going to affect anybody after the first group. But okay. Like, but I don't know. Actually, yeah. Anything starting at 6 a.m. is when they're going to be be basically shutting down uh, or implementing the traffic control plan. Because so, this race is going to cross the road at, right, at a certain right. point. And so only northbound traffic is going to be allowed uh, into old Tucson, which means you're going to have to basically drive up from Ajo uh, up to old Tucson. Okay. And so you'll want to, you'll want to familiarize yourself with what, with those roads and stuff and make sure that you're familiar with, with your route to how you're going to get there because the runners are going to be running in the southbound lane. And so the, the county DOT is, is just letting us own that southbound lane. So all vehicle traffic is going to be kicked over to the northbound lane and okay. only, and only northbound only traffic that is direction. going to be allowed. So when you okay. come to the race, you're going to come northbound. When you okay. leave the race, you're going to leave driving northbound. northbound. Okay. So, so you're, you're entering the parking lot and you're exiting the parking lot are all basically going to be going the same direction. Okay. So, so how you get back to your hotel or wherever you're staying after the race is going to be different than how you got there. A little the bit of a roundabout so, way. So, okay. Yeah, you just you just need to kind of familiarize yourself with 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 what that's going to look like. Okay, but but I'm sure that uh, the signage will make it pretty easy as far yeah. as like where you can go and stuff. Yeah. So. Okay. Great. All right. So just be aware of that. So you mentioned how this this is really going to impact people after the first wave. Let's talk about this wave start. Right. We have a wave start. We've been if you've run with us in 2020, you you're getting more familiar with this wave start. In your race guide, you are going to see a wave schedule. And that wave schedule is going to give you a breakdown of when you should park, when your start time is going to be, and how we're going to call you to the start. So you talked about the bib color or the wave color, excuse me. You've got that wristband. I've got a blue wristband on. So I know I'm in the first wave. I have a certain time that I need to park by. I have a certain time that I'm going to be starting at. I sit in my car. I can listen to the radio and I can listen to the transmitter waiting for my time to come to the start line. Um, It's just that simple. Just follow this little chart. And whether you're in the first wave or you're down in the fourth or fifth wave, it's going to give you a different time to be there. Right. Right. So it's pretty simple. Um, as yeah, far- and and, and kind of like what I was saying earlier too. Like if if you're picking up your bib, there's no reason for you to be there if you're not starting until one of the last sure. groups. There's no reason to be there right. right when the parking lot opens in the morning to get your bib. Show up there closer to when you're assigned to, to park. Because bib pickup, you'll have will, plenty of time to go yeah. and get your bib between. Bib pickup will be in the parking lot area, right. and we're going to have some coffee, some hot chocolate, like we always mm-hmm. have in that same area, right where you're parking. So you can get out with your mask on, go to the bib pickup, right. go get some hot chocolate, hot coffee. You go can use the bathroom. Use the bathroom. Right. Pick up a gear check bag. And then when it's time to go to your specific wave, then we're going to start into this queue kind of a, it's going to be kind of like a conveyor belt is how it's going to move. There's only going to be 50 people who can start at a time. Of course, right. waves are a little bit bigger than 50 people. Right. So it's going to be broken down. Explain how that's going to work. I've been, I'm in the blue wave. You've called me to the start line. I got my wristband on. I got right. my bib on. I'm holding my gear check bag. I'm headed for the cues. Yeah. So we have a series of four cues. So basically 
like Colleen said, you're gonna there's only 50 people that are gonna be allowed in each of these queues, and so uh, every, about every 10 minutes or so, we'll be calling the next group up to the queues, and when that happens, we'll start a group, and then everybody will just move from queue number four to queue number three. The people in queue three will move to queue number two, and then the people in queue two will move over to queue one, which is going to be the starting queue. And then, and then they'll start and we'll bring another person up. And so like, it's just going to be like Colleen said, like a conveyor belt, you know, uh, just be moving through there about every 10 minutes or so. Um, if you picked up a drop bag and in the parking lot before, or sorry, not drop gear bag, bag, a gear check bag, if you picked up a gear check bag for your, for your gear check. Um, you can drop that in queue number two, right before you move into the starting. Great. Queue. So you don't need um, to take your clothes off no. before you get into these queues. Right, right. You got a sweatshirt on because it's chilly outside. Right. That's fine. Right. Hang on to so it. The, so, and that's, and basically where you drop that in Q2 is where it's going to be when you finish the race. So it'll be right next to where you finish uh, and the finish line exit is. So okay. it'll be easy for you to grab right before you make your way back down to the car after right. you finish the race. Okay. So that's so the queue system really, and I know it might sound complicated as we're talking through it. Basically, It'll you just sense. you just need to get yourself with your wristband right to that starting queue area. We're going to take it from there. Right, we'll get you in groups of fifty. Have your mask on. We'll get you to your yeah, starting because and because everybody's going to be moving queues every like ten minutes or so. Um, all that stuff that you're going to need to do before you race is all going to be down on the parking lot before sure. you make your way to that queue. So like toilets coffee, hot chocolate, all that stuff. Like we were talking about gear check bags. Um, and then you can just take that bag with you. And then as you're working from Q4 to Q3 to Q3 or Q2, you can just start taking off your sweatshirt. And then, like I said, you'll Getting have, ready you'll to have go. 10 minutes or so in Q2 and you can just chuck your bag before you move over into the starting queue. And and we will have, uh, there should be two porta potties in each of those queues three as queues. well. So all except for the starting queue. There because be you know there was somebody who's like, but I need to go to the bathroom right, right before. Right. It's going to be fine. We've we're going right. to take care of you on yeah. that. So, we'll have so, some bathrooms. So make sure, like you know, if you if if you need to take care of business, do that in the parking lot before you make your way up there. But if it just hits you while you're up there, like there's going to be a couple bathrooms in each of those queues too yeah. that you can use. So great. Now you get to the start line. Let's talk a little bit just through the t- start line. We have a two day race, but all awards are going to be based off of just everyone's chip time. Yeah. So whether you're running for overall awards, male, female, masters, everybody's on chip time. Right. So those results are going to be compiled into one big set of results. Right. right. And so it doesn't really matter where you start. You can still be competitive for your age group or for the overall. Awards. Yeah, exactly. And, and like normally, like in a normal year, you know, we always tell people if you're going for overall awards, you know, to line up at the at the starting line, toe the line, and uh, and that goes off a of gun time. But right. like this year, because it's spread out over two days, and like and we only have waves. fifty people in a yeah. queue. So like, there, there's no way that we can actually keep that and and, and yeah. have that even be a competitive thing. So so, so yeah, chip time. Chip time is is everything that you need there. So that's the chip is on your bib, and then of course you've got that wristband on. Mass, we again want them whenever you're in congregations, when you're in the queue, when you're at bib pickup, when you're shopping for merchandise, but when you're running, you don't need to have a mask on. Just you know, 
keep it with you so that you have it at the finish line, but mass required when we're in large groups or maybe if an aid station's really busy, but you do not have to run with um, a mask on. That's a, always a question that we have. Now let's talk through before we get on past this start line, Lyle, again, we're usually pretty good about, Hey, if you want to run with your husband, who's in a different wave than you, it's usually not a problem. It's going to be right at right, Swaro. Right. So there's, 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 some obvious reasons for that. One, the the county doesn't want anybody really passing anybody. Like that's why on the kinda, actual course. Yeah, like that, that's that's. I mean, because that obviously adds to congestion, right? Yeah. On the course. So like the way we've we've got it broken down by based on your estimated finish time is assuming that you are keeping that pace. And so we want to make sure that like by by running everybody in those assigned waves, it's a trickle of runners instead of. Uh, you know, a trickle and then a clump of runners that just catches up to a, a big cluster of runners and then can't get around them on the trail for. And then the, the other thing is, is like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cactus on this trail. And there's so like, chola can. there's jumping chola. There, there's everything. <laughs> <laughs> there's everything. There's a lot of biodiversity in this desert. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's really, yeah. really is pretty amazing. But like to that point, it's, it's really not safe for you to be, Step off, off the trail, getting off the trail, trying yeah. to pass somebody. So, so, you know, a couple, couple main things, you know, as far as like runner etiquette go to just be mindful of is if you're a slower runner and you can hear somebody breathing down your neck, yeah. like be mindful. They want to pass you and and find a safe place that you can step off and allow them to pass right. you. And then two, if you are trying to pass somebody, make sure that they're aware of it. Cause maybe they have headphones in and they yep. can't hear you too. So like, you know, don't, physically touch them and move them out of your way. Like we don't ever Please want, don't do that. We don't yes. ever want to hear of anybody doing it. It's happened and and yeah. and nothing upsets me more than hearing that somebody was pushed out of the right. way by a faster runner that wants to get around them. Like yeah. just be respectful of everybody. That's all we ask. And our wave assignments take into consideration your projected finish time. Right. So th- so again, just we we would love to switch all around and, and make everybody happy. We're not going to be able to. Right. Whatever your bib is assigned to, whatever your wristbands assigned to, that's where we need you to stick right. to. Right. So just just work with us on that, and uh, we'll get you out on the course. And the course you you talked about it. It's it's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. We're going to have our typical aid stations, our six aid stations out there. Right. Um. We're going to have a loose clothing drop at that very. Is it about mile three? Is that the, where our first aid station's coming? Right. Yeah. It'll be right as they cross um um oh gates pass road okay yeah, so, so right as they cross you gates will have pass. a loose clothing drop so say you you left your big jacket and your sweatpants back at gear drop at where you're going to collect it at the finish you start in the long sleeve you decided you want to go with the tank top because it's arizona and it's right. smart and it's gonna be great uh you can drop that in the loose clothing and we'll get that back to you at the right. finish line so right. six aid stations we'll have our water our gnarly hydrate electrolyte drink out there I love that you brought up the cactus. I think that's something really important. You don't want to trip and fall on a cactus. No, and and definitely there are there are some uh, some cactuses. You 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 kind of briefly mentioned the chola jumping cactus. You know, yes. like those things. Those things they they don't they don't take a whole lot of brushing up to no. them to. to and you'll really have one on. right in you, right in your clothing. And... Yeah, they they'll, they'll take a bite out of you. They yeah. they'll they'll stick around for a while too. But but yeah, there's there's a lot of. There's a lot of beautiful biodiversity here. A lot of different types of desert plants that you probably didn't even know existed. 
Um, and that's really what makes this course unique and beautiful too, is just like, yeah, this is a, this is a different type of desert running that, uh, that you're not going to get to experience many other places. So there's a reason why this is a national park. Right, I mean, there, right. there's a reason why it's there and we are so excited to take you there. I'm excited. I've never been down right. into Pima County and into Tucson and into this national park. So I'm well, really looking forward and, to it. And one thing I would highly recommend to everybody that's participating in this event, whether it be the day you run, the day before you run, the day after you run or whatever. Like I was saying earlier, all the traffic heads northbound on mm-hmm. race day. Right. Which takes you right by the Sonoran Desert Museum, which is a great place Perfect. to go and uh, and really kind of have them explain the whole Sonoran Desert and like what makes it tick and what makes it unique too. Like it's, it's honestly totally worth the visit. Like, it's very check it fascinating. Out. Well, yeah. and that kind of leads us into another thing that we do with Vacation Races is we have our Spark Challenge app. This is in your race guide. It's also in our first timer orientation podcast, but just a brief mention, download the Spark Challenge app and make sure to join our Explorer Club. It's a chance for you to earn some extra swag, but it also gives you suggestions like Lyle's giving you of things to do in this area and how to make your trip in this national park really amazing. It gives you suggestions from restaurants to hikes to do to museums to go and visit. So the Spark Challenge app is a what you want to download before you even get there. And another app that you might want to download while you're downloading things is the RaceJoy app. That's a tracking app that we use. And you can use that to help anyone who's tracking you to track you while you're out there on that. So... So RaceJoy is one that you want to get downloaded as well. We always like to load some special messages on it as well for you. So RaceJoy, you start it when you start your race, and then your spectators can also download it and track you. And if you get your headphones in, you'll get some special messages. Uh, but being out on the course, Lyle, we're we're a lot of times in the past year, we've been able to start our pace group between the 3.30 and the 4-hour pace group um, first. right. But and I, I don't want to call them our walkers. I I, right. I I hate to use that term because it, it's not. I I've jogged plenty of things and, right. and run plenty right. of things, and it just depends on the terrain. But this is our slower pace groups. Um, we're not going to be able to start them ahead of our other groups. So right. talk through kind of their situation at this event. Yeah, so that's a good point. Like normally, we, we again to kind of reiterate, we've been we've been able to be pretty accommodating to to, um, you know, the slower pace groups and stuff at, at our events and giving them a little extra time on the course. Sure. And, and uh, this is this is not going to be one of those cases where we're going to be able to do that. So so the way we're going to have to line everybody up is, is fastest to slowest sure. pace times. Keeps everybody um, safe. Keeps everybody safe. And so, like, it, it drags the event out a little bit. Um, but, like, who cares? We're spreading it out over two days anyway. Yeah, so like, it, like, it's going to be good. So the dark green fun. wave, we're, we're talking about the dark green yeah, the wave, green wave in, yeah. in particular. And so you'll see them and uh, you'll have a, again, you'll you'll have times that are in that wave start time that you're going to find in your race guide. And it's going to be towards the end. You'll still have four hours on the course. Right. You right. still have that minimum, pay, the, the pace time that you can keep. Don't worry about that. Right. So right. you'll still have everything you need. You'll still have the full four hours, but yeah, there just, just won't there just won't be any early early. There's starting. not an option no. for early starting. No. So like if you if you come to us on on Friday when you're picking up your bib and you're worried about like oh I just need more time, like I'm sorry, like we just aren't going to be able to accommodate that for yeah. this race. Yeah, like, we can't. So y- you'll have as much time as you need starting at the time that 
yeah. that we allow you to start. So. Yeah. And we don't we don't start that four hour clock until everybody starts. Right. So we'll make right. sure we get everybody out on the course first. We will have some pacers out there. Um, Beast pacing. We'll have yep. some pacers out on, on the bo- course. On both days. Right. So both days. Again, this event, we want it to feel no different from Saturday to Sunday. Right. Um you know, it's just going to be. Yeah, we're not starting the fastest runners on Saturday nope. and then the slowest. Nope. Like it's going to be, it's going to be an even mix on yeah. both days. Yeah, so. so it will be just as competitive. If you're looking for that, you'll have plenty of friends out there. Um, so it will, it'll be really good. I am really excited for this event and that Pima County's let us come down there and we're able to pull this off. And we just need your compliance with these little things. Anything else that you can think of, Lyle, that we should hit on? specific to any of these new COVID changes or any policies? No, I mean, like the, the, the main thing that, uh, that I just want to reiterate to everybody is that like this course is kind of a hybrid course. So we are going to be running some of it on road and some of it on trail. Um, and so just, just being aware of that, like we've had some races where people like to ask us, you know, what kind of shoes do I need? Do I need trail shoes? Do I need road shoes? And, And quite honestly, um, this is this is one of those races that like it it doesn't really matter like whatever yeah. your preference is yeah. like the the trail portions you're going to be running you're not going to there's no there's no magic you know recipe for putting a no. pair of trail shoes right. on when you're running on dirt and it's not it's not real technical trail no, either no. we're there, not there we're are not. some sections that that may have some rocks that and maybe even a little loose gravel but like nothing that a road shoe isn't going to be able to right. handle okay. so so just be aware of that like. Like Colleen said earlier, like you're going to have, you're going to have, uh, um, probably the first, it's about first seven miles or so that are going to be, um, on trail. And then from there, you're going to be turning onto road and, uh, and it's going to be a great, like, as I say, it's almost just downhill for a big chunk of that. Once you get nice. back on the road at that point. Nice. So, First seven miles is going to be probably a little bit more challenging on some on some trails. But that's with a little where bit the of, scenic comes right, in. Right, <laughs> right. You're going to be you're going to be right there among all those yeah those cacti and uh, good stuff. And uh, hopefully you don't run into uh, any any uh, jumpy chola. Uh, jumpy chola. <laughs> it's a jumping chola. Just you know you should just uh, go and Google jumping chola. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't get caught by a jumping chola. They they jump at you just like porcupine throw their quills at you too. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Because they shoot straight out of their they back. Just, yeah, they'll they'll fire at you. They no, they, can, they are, can launch we themselves. We are teasing you, and there's no jackalopes in this desert either. What? So no, I've seen no, them. No, you They're have there. not. There's no there's such chupacabra too. Chup- yeah, watch out for those. I mean, you find that those dead bodies everywhere down there everywhere, in Arizona. Everywhere. Uh, it's going to be great. It's such a different event for us, and we're excited to be down there. We're excited that it actually has come through, and uh, we're able to take you guys there. If you do have any questions about this event. Again, you can go straight to Lyle, Lyle at vacationraces.com, info at vacationraces.com. We're here to help you out and make a great award ceremony. We're going to mail out everything. There's not going to be a particular award ceremony, so you're going to get some extra things. We will have race merchandise. Everybody always wants to know if they can get their swag. It'll be there. It's in the parking lot. You'll be able to shop as much as you want to for this. Right. And kind of like what we've talked about, uh, earlier too is like really familiarize yourself with the race guide. There is going to be a pretty unique layout to how everything's going to flow on race day uh, with with the the starting cues and also how you'll finish. And, and there's two different paths. There's a path from the parking lot up to the starting cues, and then there's a path from the finish line back down to the parking lot. Yeah, not the same path. So like right. you got to make sure these are these paths are both 
you know, one directional path. Right. So like traffic only goes one way on each of these paths. So um, like I said, the whole look, event's going to be kind of like that. It's kind of yeah, like a yeah, yeah. one way street right, all the right. way around. Yep. We'll so. be, we'll be running southbound and traffic will be driving northbound. <laughs> so so it, it'll be good. I'm excited. I mean, you've been out there and seen it, Lyle. Any, you know, what's final thoughts on it? What are you, what's your recommendation for people? My recommendation would be to, um, to have a good camera with you. All so, right. Yeah. I take some really good pictures. And, uh, uh, the, the only other thing that I, that I wanted to kind of touch on that we hadn't really talked about is like what you can expect to find at the aid stations. It's really, Oh yeah. It's really no different than any of our other races. Uh, like Colleen said, we'll have six aid stations and, and each of them are going to have water and gnarly, uh, as your electrolyte drink and honey stinger gels. And then we'll have, uh, at our miles, uh, 11 ish, uh, aid station, we'll have, um, we'll have some, cut up, uh, cut up fruit, bananas, some and orange. bananas and oranges as well. So like just be, and then, and then we'll have toilets at all of the aid stations. Yes, as you well. will have toilets. So, you will so have we want to make sure that uh, that everybody knows that they'll they'll be well taken care of on yeah. this race. And and uh, um, you know also when when you finish the race, there there's again, we would love nothing more than for everybody to just hang out around the finish line and cheer everybody on. But that's just not how this race is going to be. Like like when you when you finish the race, you'll make your way back down that path to the, to the parking lot and and. Uh, We'll see you at another event. Yeah, we, we should <laughs> we should have a big virtual like meetup big afterwards. Like, everybody can just <laughs> open log a Zoom in. room and, oh and let everybody log in so we can, can all ma- talk about it. Imagine everybody having to try and yell over everybody. No, nobody that? would be able to talk at all. We'd have to go into like the little rooms, the Zoom room groups, and and yep. we do. We look fascinating forward, concept. We we look forward to the next time that we're able to to have a large group together. But in the meantime, we're so happy to be able to be out on these beautiful trails, especially right. a brand new race in 2021 when so many companies are still not able to get racing off the ground. Here we are with Vacation Races with a brand new race. Yes, right. it's it's had its challenging moments, but we're going to get there. So it was the whole past year, so. I know, and it's so, <laughs> but we things can are, handle it. Things things are improving. They so are. It is looking more and more promising, so. They are. So thank you guys so much. There a little bit longer. For all your patience through this process, again, reach out to us with any questions, social media, Lyle at vacationraces.com, info at vacationraces.com. And we're excited to, to see you down there. It's going to be an exciting weekend down there and uh, a new national park for me. I've uh, never been down there. Oh, so. lucky you. I know. I get to like tick it off my list. Yeah, so. it's a good one. Big thanks. So thank you guys so much. Again, we'll see you at the Saguaro Half Marathon 2021 with Vacation Races. You've been listening to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. We love your feedback. Email podcast at vacationraces.com with comments, concerns, or stories you'd love to share. Make sure to watch for more episodes coming soon to vacationraces.com. This episode was produced by Colleen Rue in the Festival Sound Studio. For information about music licensing, contact Dane at vacationraces.com.